0: first time we tried mushrooms Mm -hmm. like offered to like they they wanted to grow some and they're like hey if you help us grow them like it'll be our place all this stuff but go over there and like help every once in a while like you know you can have some of them and learn how to do it and everything and I was like so new like Mm -hmm. out of like my faith Mm -hmm. and I was like no okay like listen leaving my faith is one thing but like (laughs) growing illegal drugs is like (laughs) You know, that's a, another step. Like this is a felony. Guys, about how her. did I
1: think, Sometimes I think that too.
2: And now I'm just
0: like. And like, I was like, and and literally when they
2: asked us, I was like, yeah, I'll do it. And this girl. <laughs> like no questions asked, I was like, fuck yeah, yes, like, well, let's do this. And Zach's like, we'll talk about it. Like, and I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, this is perfect. We have to do this. <laughs>
1: I'm early. surprised that I did that too because I was very. I cried. I cried when I found my mom smoking cigarettes as a child. Like I was like, no drugs. Like I'm that girl. <laughs> yeah. So to be here is just so funny to me. And like yeah. thinking about, I, what made us? I think it must. It obviously was the weed. I started with the weed. I started with edibles, and then got into smoking. And then there's no way I would have been open to shrooms before. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh yeah, I think I smoked for at least a year before <clears throat> I was. We tried mushrooms. Her, yeah. yeah. And even so, like, you know what's funny? we I think, we, have good for I
1: think we were like living the same life, but just mm-hmm. separate. Separate. Didn't so, know exactly. so the time yeah. frames are really on yeah. point. Like, you're like, about a year I was smoking, and it was about this year where I started thinking. I'm like, me too. Guys, so, doesn't
2: it just feel like an honor that somehow we all kind of just woke up to the truth at the same time at and have each other time, to like mm-hmm. process it with? I and think it's a part of us being a part of the collective, man. Like, Something's happening in the world, and it's really powerful that we get to, like, be the light workers here. I love it. I love it. Because it's going to be a big fucking war <laughs> against darkness. I'm just thinking, True. like, The Matrix. And, know. Like, you know what I mean? Also, we like,
0: watched I Am Legend last night, so that's honorable. Yeah. That's you're, like, on. ready for <laughs> No, she, I'm not
1: That's ready why for you're in the leather boots. I see. <laughs> she was, like, dressed like Tomb Raider. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm just kidding. So funny. Man, I love that movie, though. Have uh, you, you guys seen that in a while? I am Legend. I haven't watched it in a while. It in a it's while. really good.
1: Yeah, it is good. I need to smoke and watch it. Yeah, I forget. I really did like that movie, but
2: you'll pick up some like spiritual truths to it a little bit. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not like super deep or anything, but it's. Like, I'm oh, so thankful cool for, for film for film
1: in this time. Mm-hmm. There's so many movies that I've turned to for comfort just in my deconstruction mm-hmm. that have
2: just
0: soul. Mm-hmm. Disney. Soul. Mm-hmm. Oh my Aww.
2: God. Me too. I like wept. Ugh. I loved it. I was crying.
0: I cried too. I didn't want to watch it. Molly was like, "Can we watch Soul?" I was like, "No." Can we watch <laughs> oh or something else? Yeah. Something? He's learning to
2: so trust I was me. I
0: crying, good. but
1: yes. Can we talk
0: about Avatar: The Last Airbender, though? Yeah. Okay. all <laughs> like, day. That's another one I've
1: been turning to for comfort. I'm over yeah. here, at 30 years old, watching cartoons
0: and. <laughs> me bed. too. That was the same. Like I, I felt like I learned everything. Like. All like literally like spirituality one oh one. Yes. I, like you learned yes. from Uncle Iroh hundred percent. Yes,
1: yes. Like, oh, it's I literally love that what it is. So much.
0: Like the one that yeah. you posted where he's like yelling at Kitsuko, like you you gotta ask yourself the big questions. Yeah. Who, Who are, are you? you? What, are what you do you, you want? want? Yes. And like so good. it doesn't sound like it's a deep question until you really until you like, Yeah. Until you really start like awakening and you're like, This these are literally the biggest questions.
1: It's be- And I'm realizing, too, how much I relied on my Christianity and my faith to do that, do the oh, work. Yeah. And so then, like, out here, I call it in the wild because I just feel like it's wild out here. <laughs> but, like, out here, like, I'm like, oh, okay, it's up <clears> to <throat> me to save myself. I'm like empowered yes whereas before I was like jesus is gonna do it someday <laughs> like I was yeah. really that girl like just delusional mm. and I'm like no like I have to do this I have to rise up for myself and and God is with me and this is what he, this is what he she it, the universe wanted for me like
2: mm-hmm.
1: I see it now
0: And that's that's what it means to live like a divine life is to struggle through that stuff. Like, to do it for yourself. To learn the, like, the, really where your power is and learn to use it and learn to, like, really take a stand for your place in in life and in the world and stuff. Like,
2: you know what show really depicts that philosophy really well? Is um, The Good Place.
0: Yes! I love love that show. The Good Place. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, they talk about, like, how when
2: you actually get to the Good Place, everybody's just so bored because there's no challenge. There's no struggle. There's no, like,
1: Like expression, like in mm -hmm, your humanity anymore. And I love that when she was ready, she moved on. Mm -hmm. Spoiler alert, (laughs) if you haven't
2: (laughs) watched it.
1: (laughs) But like, mm -hmm. (laughs) well, like she waited, you know, because it was perfect. It was peaceful. It was her bliss. And then she was like, "I'm ready. Like I'm ready for a new challenge. I'm ready to. It's like it's what we're meant for. Mm -hmm. You know, like we act like." So that's why I'm like, it's so important to remain present so that you can enjoy this time because Mm -hmm. if you're constantly climbing, you're also like living (laughs) too, so. Yeah, you're
0: growing. That is like, that is like evolution. It's like what the whole thing that drives it all is, is like struggle drives Mm -hmm. growth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're like, just when you're full on, like, like I know as a Christian for me, I couldn't even really grow from my struggles the same way because it was just I couldn't even take credit for it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like it was all God. It was all God. Like yes. it, none of me. Like empty. Yes. Like I should be as empty as humble. False humility. As, like, yeah, as possible. I, know. I
1: just because you don't, you didn't, you weren't there. Like you don't, you didn't take part in that. You, you know, didn't, like you like,
0: didn't gut through it. Yes. You know, yourself. Yeah. And, like become like access more of the divine nature in you. God did it for you. Yeah. You were
1: incapable of any I'm so done with Mm -hmm. thinking people the thinking that God is outside of you. That's Mm -hmm. so whack. Or there has to be less of you for them for there to be more of him. Yeah. Or that
0: a part of Mm -hmm. you that exists is not that God too. Yeah. Like you have to deny this part of yourself and you have to suppress this part of your life. Instead of finding a healthy expression balanced way to like live in whatever part of that it is for you whether it's your light side your dark side whatever yes and this is going to be a harsh truth
2: but i think that the western gospel is a counterfeit of the truth and it is a lie and i think it keeps people under it keeps people sedated Mm -hmm. from being able to understand and access their true power yes and they don't Mm -hmm. want people to access their true power because then you won't be able to pay these mega churches to money, do it for and, you. yeah, to do it for you. You're gonna, you know, people will stop relying on pastors. People will stop relying on gurus. Like, yeah. people are gonna mm-hmm. realize that they don't need leaders like that. They need because themselves. You. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's why Western Christianity is a false doctrine, in my opinion. That's how I knew God led me here,
1: because I'm so grateful. I was so asleep, mm-hmm. dead, like. <laughs> nowhere near this, you know, and I'm mm-hmm. like, because at first I was like, oh, why did this have to happen to me? Like, I could have been in bliss. Like, I could have just been a Christian wife, like, just doing the worship thing, and just like, you know, and die, and that's it, you know. But now I'm like, I'm grateful. I'm so goddamn grateful. Yeah, yeah, uh, because
2: we kind of did do it, and when we got to that point up high in leadership at a church, we we're like, all that work for this. Yes. Like it literally felt like soul, you know? Yeah. Like in the movie. Yeah. And he's like, all this work and I feel exhausted and empty and I feel more unworthy than I ever thought mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. even possible. And you're like, how is it that I feel more unworthy and I'm here? Yeah. I thought I should be like in a different spot in life yeah. right now. And I think mm-hmm. that's what kind of made most of us wake up is because we were realizing that there was so many parts of us that had remained unhealed and actually. Endured more trauma and abuse Mm -hmm. throughout the process of trying to attain that position of leadership and acceptance within the church. Yes, Mm -hmm. we like accepted the misogyny, we accepted the sexism, we accepted the unfair things that were done to us. Like that's just us speaking. That like the way that we are treated. You you speaking that?
0: (laughs) No one was sexist to me. We
2: kind of just accepted it, (laughs) you know, because like (laughs) we just like this is how we be a good Christian girl or a good Christian boy. This is what God wants me. I have to have no backbone. I need to.
0: It's t- still. It's, like it's. I've stole. always
2: had this like. Now that I, now that I know,
1: I've always had this thing telling me like you are. Like God, like you. There's something in you that is like a Tell part of it. Yeah, like just always whispering. But mm-hmm. I thought. Submitting and submitting to a husband and submitting to God's will was yep. to deny that part of myself.
0: A hundred percent. And so I was oh.
1: literally like denying my power, <laughs> you know, thinking that I was being humble to God. That's the trick. Like you, you know what I mean? Like you're like, oh, I'm submitting yeah. to God in this way. Like this is my sacrifice. This mm-hmm. is my, you know, how holy can you get? Mm-hmm. And to deny yourself.
2: Like, yeah.
0: But you, yeah, the whole self-denial thing is like...
2: It was torment. Oh, oh my God. Like,
0: but it's like a weird paradox because it's true in a way, but it's like also a way that judgment happens, control happens. Like, like you should be able to deny yourself. That is a part of growing up. Like, that's a part of what we see outside of Christianity. You don't have to be a Christian to know that discipline's a good thing. Right. You know, that you're going to have to say no to right. some of your desires sometimes. But you have I did pick know choose. Mm-hmm. But... <clears throat> Like labeling these these whole blanket areas of your life as as like wrong, right? Uh, and like really making you feel like you're born a sinner, you're born wrong, you're born bad, you're born evil. And like, so how are
2: you supposed to not live in guilt and shame your whole life? <laughs> it's right. impossible. It's and impossible. Like, and there's, there's always perfect. something to attain. Here's the question:
1: Jesus though. is gonna wash you like he, clean of all your guilt. But was it you was know, it you know, just keep praying, keep praying until when? Until when?
0: Was it intentional? Was it made this way on purpose to do this to us? Or, like, where did this all come from, though? Because, like, that's the thing I struggle with. I do <clears throat> I do know that, like, probably one of the craziest things that ever happened ever was, like, the Roman church being right. the rulers of the world, taking Christianity as, as mm-hmm. their, like, state-sponsored faith, right? In order to unify... The, the world under their rule they needed a something to unify the world under because people were so different from all these places but the one thing that was widespread around the world that people could kind of like in every area of the world that they had conquered and ruled um, one thing that they could all get, have to get under in every area was Christianity because it had spread right. and so it becomes a state sponsored yeah. religion of Rome yeah. and then now it's like a way that the, that the government and the church can have like like through the church can have their control. hands and control yep. over every area, yep. mm. but it's like, like so. I think a lot of our like the things we're talking about are like like residual, like fall down generational. You know, like shitty aspects of what happened when when Rome took it over, and now it's not meant to just be your God. It meant it's meant to be your the way you're governed. Whether it's like your country or not, like, you're, we still, like, abided by the laws, like, of our church more than we even did by the laws of our country. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it was like a, like, mm-hmm. we knew the Bible, yeah. I don't know the law, you know, like, <laughs> right. like, I know I'm supposed to, need. and so it's like, that aspect of it, where it's like, controlling you based on your, your behavior, and you believing you're bad, like, I know that probably came from that, but what was it originally, and like, is it good somehow still, is there something there, like... Did it help us know God, connect to God? Because, like, that's what I'm trying to go back into, being deconstructed for a while now and really actually, like, being comfortable and settled into who I am as a new person. Like, okay, like... You were
1: born again.
0: Yeah, I really was. Now I feel like I actually really I feel like I'm actually born again. So I'm like, like, (laughs) so what's it supposed to be and what parts do we keep? Because it's easy to throw it all the way. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't
2: think you're meant to throw it all away. I think it it's can be, be used, mm-hmm. used, but a lot um, of it has to
1: be redeemed. I think. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. With the truth. Yeah. Because I'm like Christianity did teach me a lot in in spirituality. Now that I think about it, because I was very charismatic when I was a Christian. So we believed in praying in tongues, falling out, seeing things, um, smelling things um, mm-hmm. in class. If you smell vanilla, it means Jesus is near. If you smell. Um, uh, lilac it means this, like witchcraft, literally witchcraft now mm-hmm. that I'm <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Literally it's whatever though. Um so yeah, so I was funny, I grew up in that environment. Um so I, I and I'm grateful for it. Because now when I learn this stuff like out here, I'm like, oh, that doesn't sound weird. It's just like this. Mm-hmm. You know, versus it being like
0: It gives you like a spiritual like foundation to be familiar with, and now when some of these other spiritual truths come out, or and you realize they're the same thing just from a different part of the world Mm or different time, like now you have like this touch point to connect with it. Like I feel like I know what it feels like to feel spiritual instead of like Mm -hmm. just fully integrated in the world. Yes, and so it's like that red flag kind of comes up in me still. I'm like, oh, I don't like necessarily know the same God I knew, but I'm starting to feel, like, man, very, like, what I'd call worldly back when I <laughs> yeah. was, like, kind of falling away yeah. in a dry season or whatever, like, and now I'm like, okay, so I need to get back in touch with my, with the spiritual side of, of this life, you know, yeah. and so, like, I have those things still that I'm, like, I'm I'm still very grateful for because I, it would be tough to, like, have lived just unspiritual just like a normal person like than how normal people are going to high school doing all the typical shit you know whatever getting a job and then trying to learn spirituality again Mm -hmm. I think we have that advantage you know Mm -hmm. but
1: hi Hi guys welcome back to Holy Trash Podcast I'm Troyelle and I'm Ashley Burgess. And Ashley Rice is not here with us today because she's not feeling well, so... Rest in Sending. peace. <laughs> um, but we have two very special, amazing, beautiful guests with us today, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves.
0: I'm Zach McAllister.
1: And I'm Melena McAllister. We are here with the McAllisters and they're going to be telling um, their deconstruction story and just where they are now and how beautiful they are. It's like, it's been a year mm-hmm. since I met you.
0: Oh my gosh. It's
1: beautiful. It was right around this time, was it not? Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I think so. Yeah. You were wow, actually over yeah. here. Um, you were over at our house the night uh, that we all posted the Black Square. That's right. For, um, for Black Lives Matter. For Black Lives yeah. Matter. So, so whatever day bad. that was, that we that we was like met bef- we had met right before that, and you you were like, let's hang out. You came over and smoked yeah, with yeah, us yeah, and yeah, yeah. Okay, that's crazy. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was cool. It was like, doesn't it feel like last year was like a lifetime ago. Oh,
2: yeah, it oh feels like I've known you guys forever. I know everything is like spread
0: out. Well, like the beginning of maybe we could we'll jump right into the deconstruction stuff. Actually, <laughs> like the beginning of quarantine was like like when we it was almost like this obvious transition point where it was like okay all this is changing and now we had been deep basically at the point where we felt fully deconstructed and now we felt like once quarantine hit we felt the freedom to finally like be ourselves like be ourselves yeah. you know yeah and so like
1: that's so. that
0: sweet. feel like you do it does feel like we've known you for like ever because it almost feels like a new part of our life started for sure we're different people yeah i feel like a completely different
2: person I, than i was last year don't
1: you Beginning of last year, in January of last year, I was still a Christian. Like, full-blown. Like, leading worship at church. Leading worship.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. I mean, don't I mean, get me okay. wrong, my had deconstruction had, had definitely started, but... Um, oh,
0: we met you at, probably, at church. At your church. That I was, like, yeah, could.
1: one of, like, the first at times, Dunamis? I think. Yeah, you guys come to
0: a. Yeah, yeah Don brought us over yes, there. Yes, yeah,
2: that's like right. That's right, that's right. Your pastor yeah, so- actually prophesied that my deconstruction was a good thing. Really? He yeah.
0: Well, he didn't. Know he him. didn't know
2: <laughs> it was deconstruction. But right. It's like, God, it, it's so weird because I went for him to prophesy because I was like, you guys I'm about to lose my faith. Like, my right life's
0: falling yeah.
1: apart. You guys, because you didn't do prophecy where you were at. right? No, we've never. Well, no, it's did it sort of really. Like, did it? Kind of, but yeah, not like, really.
0: We, we never went to a place that was against prophecy. We right, but, like it was. But it wasn't like a practice. You have
2: classes you, that would teach you how to.
0: do No, this. it wasn't like charismatic. Okay, yeah. As much. Yeah.
2: But anyways, I went to your guys' church, Mm -hmm. and the pastor, what's his name, Pastor Andrew, was like, does anybody need a word? And I was like, I drove all this way, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And he basically just said, God's ripping out your foundation, and this is really hard, but he's putting you on a higher and better foundation. Wow. And he's going to raise you up to do great things. And I I just knew in my freaking gut that, that he was talking about my deconstruction. Wow. Wow. And... A year her. later,
1: it is 100% accurate. It's yep. true. Mm-hmm. I've gotten words from, I've gotten my deconstruction prophesied as well from Jane Hammond. And she called me out and she was like, the Lord, religion did a number on you. And she goes, but basically religion's going to come out of you completely. Wow. And you're going to help set other people free. Oh my God! Yes, Literally. Oh, hi. Hi. <laughs> but a, <laughs> of, of course, I had box. no idea what that was going to look like mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. then. But it's crazy and i'm like well praise god no. <laughs> that's incredible okay so tell us about you guys like how christian were you
0: <laughs> i'd say all the way is <laughs> all the way to the
2: point we were weird and we didn't know it and yeah. everyone thought we were <laughs> yeah. fucking
0: weird. that's a good that's probably a good metric to use <laughs> 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 to
2: the point that you're
0: weird and you don't even know it yeah. but like no we we both <laughs> Grew up like I know for me I grew up as a Christian. I had a legit like charismatic kind of baptism of the Holy Spirit experience when I was eight. Nice. Um but then you know was like the Christian kid in high school. You know, I hung out with like my my friends at school but always like my best friends were gonna be at youth group Wednesday night. Yeah. And then like you know after high school went to Bible college I became a youth pastor at 19 I was a part of a like a we were a part of a denomination that is probably like prides themselves on like how much they know and understand like the verse by verse word of God oh, okay. and stuff. So we felt like Isn't it crazy
1: how Christian has Christianity has gangs like that?
0: Oh yeah. Like yeah, like, <laughs> like who you rep, like
1: who your people are like, yeah. oh I'm I'm with uh what is um Homeboy's favorite? Vineyard. I'm with the Vineyard Movement. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm I'm with, I'm with, you know, Bethel. I'm, oh, okay, they're bethel Okay, who are you? Yeah, that's so true. Where we came
2: from, they thought they were, like, the most humble, the most revering of the scriptures. They thought, like, we respect, we actually read the Bible here. Right. But they had so,
0: it's so funny, in retrospect, like, they literally had so much little biblical education that it's true. it was just like these pastors had taught sermons, like the past, like the original pastors of that movement had taught through the Bible so many times that, like, basically, whatever they thought, like, however they interpreted the Bible, had just trickled down into all of the whole, like, church movement. Yeah, and
2: basically, and they just listened to recycled sermons, and there was and no diversity, their thought, theology. Like,
0: even in Christianity, in there. So, mm-hmm. but we so we felt we were stuck in this little tiny corner, and we we're all the way Christian. <laughs> um, I was a youth pastor for like seven years. Molina was a worship leader at the same church for seven. like seven or eight years. Mm-hmm. And then we both ended up, uh, quitting at that church. We found a new church that was a little more charismatic. Uh, and we were there for two years, but over those two years, um, around that time we started, you know, smoking weed, weed. and, um, it was like, that was a big step of like, how was that? Mad. Like what, what did that? <laughs>
2: Well, there was definitely that like programming in me that was like, this is wrong, Like I'm doing something bad. But there's also this deep knowing inside me that I needed to experience this and know for myself instead of following the rules mm-hmm. all the time. Because I've always followed the rules and it was getting me nowhere right. in my growth. So that's why I said, fuck this, I have to do this. And I'll, if I see the devil, I see the devil. And then I'll go <laughs> running back to Jesus' arms. No, right. We gotta be like I'm that. like, other people have done it. Why can't I just go and see what's out there and then come back? Right. Yeah. And then realizing that right. it ended up catapulting me closer to God. my spiritual moments with God and prayer and meditation. Yes. yes. I, mm-hmm. I did not see the devil. I saw more of Jesus. I saw right. more of God. Like, right. And I and hate saying Jesus because I, I, when I say Jesus, I mean like I feel like I got to see like through the... Like, holes of, like, what I was taught through the holes in the smoking hands. weed. <laughs> but we were so Christian. We,
0: had, we Even then, we had to keep it, like, super secret. So we called it pizza night because we'd always, like, cook <laughs> these, like, oven pizzas and eat um, them when we got the munchies, you know? Oh, and so, that's And cute. just, like, laugh. And it was a little gang, like me, my little brother, her, and her little sister. Oh, okay. And there, that was, like, our little thing. And we had the it some friends every now and then.
2: And they'd be like, let's go to pizza night." Yes. Oh my yeah. God!
1: We're <laughs> freaking drug dealers! No, it's bad. <laughs> and
0: then like, um, but yeah, kind of from there, though. Um, we, I mean, I think our deconstruction story started a little, little differently. Mm-hmm. Like, mine started first, I think. And if we're getting into that yet, yeah, right? Go right. for it. So like, when when we switched from that from the church we were part of and kind of grew up in, mm-hmm. um, over to our new more charismatic church. Uh, I started to listen to some of the charismatic, more charismatic theology Mm -hmm. and it was different than the church I came to or came from. And so I was like, okay, well, I feel like this is wrong. I feel like the church I came from had it right. Mm -hmm. And so, and I was like, but if I'm ever going to like explain that to anybody or my friends here, tell them why I'm not like speaking in tongues or why I'm not doing whatever, whatever, like I better know why. Right. And so I like started doing a bunch of biblical research and actually kind of felt like I was wrong about some stuff from my last church. Right. And then um, but those questions opened up more questions and more questions and more questions. Mm-hmm. And it stopped even being about the differences between those two churches and just like like how all these different movements and denominations, not just that exist now, but like over time, like right. all throughout church history, had had so many weird and different beliefs all within mainline Christianity, and it made me start to think like, man, I really have a lot of work to do to figure out what I actually believe the Bible's saying. Right, mm-hmm. and within that, I started to kind of like, like this like seed of deconstruction sprouted because I realized like, I things I was a hundred percent sure about like I could be wrong about because there's a couple of issues I knew a hundred percent for sure. I had read it in the scripture. I had studied it for hours. I had taught it to other people. I had preached it in sermons. Like I know the Bible says this and I'm right about it. And I was later convinced I was wrong. And I saw how like, oh my gosh, I can read things and even like have it right in front of me, but I'm reading it through an interpretation. Mm-hmm. I'm reading it through a lens of belief that I come with before I read it, mm-hmm. and then so, so realizing
2: that, bias. that, yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So just realizing I was capable of that made like eventually like got to the level of realizing I was capable capable of doing that with my faith. Ultimately, and when he like, my com- Christianity, he know?
2: confessed this to me. Um, it was probably a year into his journey. Um, so this is how I was long kept ago? it secret because like, car- it was like it was like the scariest scary. thing ever. You know, sure, um, yeah. my answer was. All right, if you decide not to be a Christian at the end of this, that's okay. I'm not going to divorce you. Like, we'll figure this out together. Let's go do a mushroom trip.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was like,
2: Why mushrooms? Like, I'm like, Yeah. I didn't
0: know why I expected any other answer. <laughs> and I was like, I've been, doing my, I've
2: been doing my research. Like, this is a medicine. Like, we need to do this. Like, this is going to help us. That I is know so it. so funny. And, and she was still like, He's like full inching on...
1: his way to tell her that he's like, Realizing that a lot of what he believed, and she's like all the way over here, like yeah, mushrooms.
0: Exactly. Yeah, it took a little convincing. I, I was scared. I was like, okay, like you know, you shouldn't have. You have to bear with an unbelieving spouse unless they're not willing to stay with you, and then whatever, then you can divorce. I'm like, we're gonna get in that situation right now. Like, <laughs> Like, I'm going to be the unbelieving spouse. Yeah, Yeah, I the the one that she's
1: praying for at the altar every Sunday. And at the same time,
0: I'm like, still like, a huge part of that time frame was not like, oh, I decided I'm not Christian. It was like, I'm just confused. I'm just Mm -hmm. confused. So, like, I was in that. Yeah, he was in that. that that. I
2: was like, it's okay that you're confused. We're going to, like, walk through this together. And we're going to do shrooms. And we're going to do shrooms. But (laughs) Milena
0: was still, like, not really doubting her faith yet. It wasn't like... Like you told me, like you're gonna know that God's real and that the Bible's fine and that you're a Christian yes. at the end of this mushroom trip. And that did <laughs> not change.
2: Like, like there, I know there. God is all that God is is just consciousness, mm-hmm. you know. So that didn't change. Um, I just feel like my view expanded of like what God was and like mm-hmm. exactly. my spirituality. It on. It didn't. Yeah, it didn't switch. I'm like yes, and and like, there was something this intuitively telling me that like these answers weren't the right answers anymore for me, like about Mm -hmm. like how to interpret what God is. Like I just had this intuitive knowing that God was bigger than the church. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that there was more to explore and I wasn't afraid to explore that. Mm -hmm. And um, that's why like I was so willing to like step out and be like, I'm okay Mm -hmm. to be proven that I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. And for me it was a little different because it was like,
0: for me it was like an all or nothing thing. It didn't feel like, at first it didn't feel like my faith was growing outside of these boundaries. It felt like it was crumbling apart. So I was, like, really scared, like, yeah. what? how am I going to know anything ever I, again? If, if this isn't this, true, how yeah. am I going like, yeah, to like... know what's right and wrong? How am I going to know what I should do? Like, how am I going to know who God is? Because I was, like, not a fake Christian at all. Like, I was so sold out, in a sense, mm-hmm. like like I literally yeah. involved God in every decision like in every mm-hmm. yep. every mm-hmm. thought yes. I tried to take captive to the yeah. obedience of you know yes. of yes. God's word and stuff and you know, the full armor. and so I'm like if, I don't, <laughs> if I'm on <laughs> the full armor yeah. every single day I didn't I have, have
1: I the, didn't have the, okay? I
0: was full. <laughs> <laughs> full armor. But yeah, so the, the mushroom trip was probably a, the next big thing for me. But what about you? Where were you that whole time, going?
2: Well, um after going to church hurt for me 3 years ago I was in a really dark place because those people were my family and my community and they all, um, ostracized me when, um, and yeah, and they just painted us in a light of being bad people. What did you, When mm-hmm. you left? Right? When we left. Yeah. Okay. Like that we were gospers, that we were divisive and we truly weren't like, we truly just wanted to keep these people in our lives, but we just didn't agree with some of the things that were taking place within that church. Right. And there should be, we should, it I, should in my be, mind, I'm like, isn't it okay to, Love each other and still just agree to disagree, Mm -hmm. but like that wasn't really a possibility for them, and I think it really crushed me. Yeah, and I went through my baptism of the divine in bed at 4 a.m. one day when I was like the lowest point, and it was just such a powerful spiritual experience that I've never experienced um, within the church or in my upbringing with Christianity. It happened when I was at a point where I wanted to just die and leave Christianity altogether. And that's when this presence came and it didn't announce itself to me because there was an audible voice and everything. Wow. But it didn't announce itself to me like, hi, I'm Jesus, see? Look at the holes in my hands. Like, right. I'm the only way. It was literally just a presence and like an electrical, energetic presence. That but, it just said familiar, it, right? but it was familiar, right? it was familiar that was saying, I've always been with you, yes. I've always loved you, you're yep. accepted yeah. and you're one with me. Yeah." And so it was like, I surrendered time. to that. Yeah. And then all after there. that, I was like trying to keep following after that presence intuitively. And I was just finding more and more over time that it's, it's, taking, not, you elsewhere, it's taking me elsewhere. Yeah. And I, that was really hard. I feel it. Because for me, that was my income too as a, a worship leader. For and sure. I love singing. And yep. I still cry yep. about it all the time that I'm not singing yeah, right nice. now. I Would think the hardest part was knowing that um, I was going to have to step down from leading worship and at the time it was so genuine like i was oh, yeah. singing to this presence of love you know this mm-hmm. god of love did you have like because okay so when i was leading worship i had this
1: guilt of being up there and not believing what i was singing yes so it forced me i had to i could not do it in my heart of hearts because it wasn't genuine mm-hmm. all those times i'd led worship before everything i sang i genuinely meant Everything that I put out there, I genuinely believed in. Mm -hmm. So, like, as my beliefs changed, then I was like, I can't sing this anymore. I literally... Mm -hmm. But I remember the last time I was picking songs for a set, and I was trying to find songs without Jesus in it, because I wasn't sure where I was with that yet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I had... And
2: so I was like, it was so hard. It (laughs) was so Because at the time, it was like, all the songs, yeah. I can relate to that. For me, that really um, felt so solidified that I could not sing these songs with... um, Authenticity. Like authenticity and yes. conviction anymore was mm. Easter. Mm. Um Easter. Oh <laughs> and I and I felt like so bad about it, you know, but at the same time, like I don't feel bad because I was wrestling and going through a real struggle and I was trying to sing that place from a real place. Right. And I was picking parts of the song that I did agree with and that I did align with. And I also just chose to look at like I'm being a blessing to these people and showing right. them love and doing this. But the time is my t- my time has run out here, yeah. mm-hmm. and I immediately when I just knew that I knew that I knew I stepped down, and I grieved. I had I did a mushroom trip before doing that, like step stepping down and quitting. Oh, okay, and I was like throwing up. I was like mm-hmm. so sick because my body was resisting that. I needed to surrender to the flow of the universe yeah. and quit, and I realized like oh my God, I'm giving up my whole identity. My whole life. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the scariest thing I've ever done. It's so scary, but like once you do it, you're like, that wasn't so bad. That actually like freed me. I'm actually Mm -hmm. surprised at how well I eased into
1: so my biggest thing and I think it's because it's a part of who I am, but you know how they say like you fear what you're called to. Mm-hmm. So, my whole life, I feared witchcraft. I feared mm-hmm. that whole concept. I ran away from it. Anything mm-hmm. that had to do with open doors, no. Like, no. In the name of Jesus, like, so afraid of it. Oh, and it's in your blood, girl. I know, literally. That's who you are. And so, like, I'm really shocked at how well I was able to just <laughs> start going, what's this about? Just researching and, like, looking up stuff and, you know, applying it yeah. and seeing how it works and that whole thing. And I'm, like, I'm really shocked because... Ten years ago, there is no way,
2: no way, but sorry. you have to follow to the flow of the universe, I do. and also it's part of your DNA and your ancestry. So that's why I feel like follow your heart. That's all you can do yeah. is being the most authentic mm-hmm. person you can be. That's today. right. I
0: am really proud of us though for doing it because realizing how far into it we all were, like it really was giving up everything. Like you know that the change is authentic too and that's I think part of the, the what made the process a little bit easier for me mm-hmm. is how authentic I was then knowing that hey like I don't wanna leave this. Like I wanna to I wanna to stay. Like yeah. I, I think like everything's here, you know, like I wanna be here. This is comfortable. So if I'm really at this place We're then popular. man, like I remember one one like the day it kinda clicked for me, like I I lived in fear and confusion and anxiety about it the whole time I was trying to save my faith. But there came this point where I just accepted like, okay, I'm just trying to, to have an honest look at what I think is, is the truth, you know, Right. and there was this one moment, like which uh, is all
1: deconstruction is. Yeah.
0: It's absolutely. just a moment
1: to take outside of your, like, step outside of your beliefs and say, what is this? Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. get my cards organized. Take a few right. steps backward and look at the picture. Yeah, look at the image. And then, yeah, and whatever you need to get rid of, you get rid of. Whatever you're keeping, you're keeping, but at least you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I just remember, like, one day I travel a lot for work, and I usually get home Sunday nights. And there'd be a few times where I'd get on an earlier flight or work would end early and I could get home in time for like the 11 o'clock service for church. And I remember Mm -hmm. getting, like one of those days happened, you know, towards the end of like the crazy, like the scared period. Yeah. And I was like, sweet, I really need to get to church. I'm like, I really need to be there. Like God just Mm -hmm. knew, like, I need to be at church today because I need to get my faith back and whatever. Right, 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 right. And like, I (laughs) got to church and like rolled in with my suitcase, stood in a closet or whatever and then went in and just like sat in the row and like lifted my hands and started worshiping, <laughs> and just realizing like there was just just this moment where I was like, I don't believe this. Wow. <laughs> this is not. This isn't coming back hands, like, with my hands, hands in, in the air, air like eyes your blows, movement, like, like
1: that's how I know you're a Christian. <laughs> like say you're <laughs> Christian. <laughs> what is? We need to make a TikTok <laughs> without, to without telling me you're, without you're,
2: without Christian. Telling me you're yeah. Christian. Yeah. Yeah. The and higher the your tra- arms tra- are, the, the more spiritual, spiritual moves, you are. All the worship moves.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: And yeah, so I just remember that day just being like okay, like now I'm just on a new journey right now mm-hmm. and like ex- that moment of acceptance and relief like okay, I don't mm-hmm. have to save it anymore wow. because yeah. the whole time I was like I just feel like it's going down. Wow. Oh, and one more thing about that. It's probably actually why we know you is because I was waiting to I was like trying to hold on to my faith. And one of the things I thought was like, you know, because I used to teach a lot, you know, and all that Mm -hmm. um, at church. I was like, I just need to do a small group. Like if I host a small group, like that's really where God, God's gifted me in particular ways. Maybe I just need to use my gifts again. Maybe I just need to serve more. Like, Yeah, we were
2: literally just trying everything to like keep our faith.
0: Which is a horrible reason to do a small group. But, um, not
2: really though. And that was, and that,
0: that, was just... that season was part of confirming to me that it was over. Yeah. Because uh-huh. then could've... you met
1: me and I was like, you guys. <laughs> well, we, well yeah. Dom came <laughs> to our small group. Right. Dom came Your to our small yeah. Right. And, and she told me, she called me that night. And she's like, yeah. you need to meet them. Like, literally, you're the same person. La, la, la. You're going to really? do the same thing. Because I don't know where Dom was at. She was like, I'm not deconstructing as she's deconstructing. I'm like, deconstructing. okay. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But, um,
2: but yeah, so anyways. Yeah, like, so
0: like she came to our small group and,
2: and I don't she, know what did, it she like caught me print. attitude
0: about like some like small group question. Like I was mm. like, what do you guys think about this? And she's like, actually, I don't even think that's a good question to be asking. Oh, like, <laughs> she's so honest. I don't like know. And then it actually, I was like kind of intrigued. I was like, <laughs> you like, okay. Actually, I kind of thought the same thing. Like low key. Okay, someone honest finally. Yeah. And yes. so like afterwards, yeah. I like talked to her and she stayed and. And uh, we talked for like three or four hours or something after small group, wow. just drinking like uh, whiskey. whiskey. Oh God! <laughs> and I was, like I love okay, it. cool.
2: It was <laughs> so cool. Like she literally just like came in, and I was just like
0: this bitch, <laughs> I need to
2: meet her, I want to be her best friend, I was, like, I just knew it, and then I, like, came up to her, and she was, like, we were just both intrigued by each other, it was, yeah. like, just two little aliens, like, <laughs> like, what <laughs> are you, what about? she's, like, she's like, she's like yeah, was, yeah. yeah, like, I was, like, you definitely don't fit in, like, I don't fit in, and, like, you're different, like, me, yeah. but like, what are you, Ooh, you know, yes. so cool, and then after that, like, I met you, and. Mm-hmm. We just knew, like, this isn't where we're supposed to be. We're supposed to leave. (laughs) we got to get the hell out of here. I think I talked to
1: you about it, but I went through, like, my songs during, like, my last period, my last time, and, like, I was really reaching you guys. Like, I went back to, like, 08 Kim Walker. Mm -hmm. Like, I was really trying to, if there is anything left in this belief system, like, the songs I was listening to, just crying, trying to, like, feel how I used to feel. And I was, like, listening, like, my son, I was like, what in the world? I went through, like, Jesus culture, like, everything that, like, I used to listen to. You're
0: like, to. wait, Jesus culture, no. <laughs>
1: no. I can't, so I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was so sad. Like, I think about it, I'm like, poor Troyelle. She needed Aww. a hug then. Because yeah. I was, I was really going yeah. to
2: anything, like. But speaking of hugs, haven't you learned, like, haven't you guys, like, felt the power and just being able to give yourself a hug and like love yourself through this process because it's been hard and I've been realizing that I haven't been given my giving myself enough credit and just support and I'm learning Mm -hmm. to do that and like really love myself right now and And that's bringing me the ultimate healing
1: literally I went I'm going through this still but I realized like oh this is how I'd be able to teach a spouse how to love me. Like, there was parts of myself that I didn't even realize how to love just, like, all of who I am and embrace all of who I am. Like, how do I expect someone to do that if I can't? And so I was, like, I was so grateful for the lesson because I'm, like, I really thought I wanted marriage with, like, denying and hiding certain parts of myself and just, well, we'll never talk about that. We'll never bring that up. Like, how? How? (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Oh, I want to talk about that. Sorry. You were going to say something. Go ahead. No, you go. I just want to talk about marriage and deconstruction because Mm -hmm. I'm a single, we're we're single, well, Ashley's married, but Ashley Burgess and myself are single deconstructing. But like how, I always tell you guys, like, I think it's so absolutely beautiful that you deconstructed together. Mm -hmm. Like that is just, you can't deny like that.
2: It's, I know, how is that? I (laughs) would describe it as a beautiful mess. yeah. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. I mean it's so weird it's like everything it feels like everything kind of is at risk but then you find that on the other side of it there's like um, more substance and like a st- it brings a strength to your relationship yeah. and stuff like yeah I don't know like we're we're still going through stuff like we're, we feel like like recent recent breakthroughs for us are like like as of like two days ago <laughs> if you want to know the like, like the, the
2: honest truth like at the root um, we're Two different people mm-hmm. and i yes. was never given the opportunity to discover who i truly am single right zach exactly. didn't either yep yeah and that's just we're right now we're living in the consequences of two young people or two people that got married super duper young never got to discover who they really were mm-hmm. and we're leaning on each other for um unrealistic support
0: really. yeah almost like what you just described like yeah. learning to love yourself and you're realizing like oh i I don't even know how to like necessarily navigate how to love myself. And so instead of feeling like, like the, the thought our whole marriage was like, okay, I need, that's why you're here. So you can figure out how to love me. And Mm. really it's like, Mm. um, the deconstruction, the biggest part of it where at at least right now we'll probably, we should probably rewind it a little bit, but like, is like realizing like, no, it's my responsibility yes in our, like, not just in our relationship. It's my responsibility to have figured myself out like that. Yes. so that i'm not one like off balance like you know reacting a certain way to her when she can't do it Yeah. Um, but yeah. also because like if like she's gonna be i want her to be attracted to that person that know that has, has that self-love that Absolutely. has that has that self-worth because the other person you know can't give it mm-hmm. and it's realizing it's not my job to un Unravel her mm-hmm. it's her job And it's not her job to like really get me and love and like figure out my little things and like, love me yeah. exactly the way I need to be no, yeah. it's my responsibility mm-hmm. yeah. yep. so part of that for us has meant like like Disengaging from that whole like way. We've tried to have that relationship. Wow. Um,
2: yeah, I've had to tell him Be selfish Zach. Yeah. He's like, what do you mean? I was like stop worrying about making me happy and Worrying about how I deconstruct and how I end up on the other side Like this is time for you wow. to be selfish fall in love with yourself Yes, mm-hmm. and be be the best version of you because if you're constantly giving your energy to me right into the marriage Which Christianity teaches because yes, you're responsible for her, yeah. right? Christianity, yeah. You you know you're the head yeah. Mm-hmm yeah. And the... if you're if you're putting energy into like our sex lives into our our marriage into work, you're not leaving yourself enough energy just for you. Right. So I'm giving you full permission right now. Wow. To not have to meet my needs because I can meet my own
0: needs. Wow. And it's important for for our relationship for her to learn to meet her own needs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have to stop. It. I was like, right. I want to be
2: an independent woman. Right. Like, I know I'm mm-hmm. strong, yeah. and I don't yeah. need you to baby me or coddle me, and right. I don't need to do that for you. Right. So let's be selfish. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the most loving thing that we can do for each other. Like, right. even for example, like that's so beautiful. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, like I can
0: even give an example, like from this podcast. Like we've already started, like since we've started talking. Like right. Like before that kind of realization and conversation, there would have been t- things that she said in this conversation, I would have felt like, I wouldn't have been like, oh, Melina, you should not, you shouldn't have said that. I wouldn't have said that on the, like, but I would have felt like, oh, maybe I should bring it up again and try to like, bring some clarity or like reorient it so people don't, miss. it's like, no, I'm just gonna let her be who she is and like, be mm-hmm. unapologetic and, then, like, yes. and like, I don't need to, I don't need to protect her from necessarily, necessarily like, the, the world mm-hmm. and I don't need to protect the world from her and I don't yes. need to like, like, like yes. mom this perfect relationship between her and everybody wow. like like I can just let her yes, be her. So like, much
1: like responsibility. I'm just thinking about like, that's how much you carried before. Yes, oh, you know, yeah. like all the men out there who are carrying the responsibility of their family, the salvation of their family. Mm-hmm. Because ministry starts at home, and it's like, mm-hmm. so unhealthy. But it's and like unrealistic. trying to force people to,
0: mm-hmm. to fit this standard, this mold. Yeah, yeah, like, it's you just exhausting. Do that.
2: We're just at this point too where we're realizing that the way we have. Done our marriage in Christianity and as kids, it doesn't work. <laughs> we fight too much. We are resisting each other. We're not in alignment. Mm-hmm. But when we've learned to take our own autonomy and our own power and our own responsibility for our own mm-hmm. selves, like then we can just float through life together, like more energetically and naturally and yeah. organically. And you got someone that you look out for; and they look out for you. As in, like we care for one another, and I'm here for
1: you. But we're also Doing our own thing together, mm-hmm. yeah. Doing our own thing together.
0: But do you think it's weird that we deconstruct at the same time? Like,
2: no, I is that it's, like a
0: spiritual thing or is that just like a regular, just coincidence or?
2: Mm, do, I think do it we trigger
0: each other somehow. To
2: I have no idea, but I would suspect, like intuitively, that I think that this was part of the master plan all along and. Maybe, you like, in the movie Soul, you know, time, like, like, you needed each other mm-hmm. for real. Yeah, maybe, like, in a past life, like, we planned this, or I don't know what I believe about that stuff, but <laughs> if our souls are outside of time and space, and yeah. we, like, orchestrate what our lives are like, and yeah. what the lessons that we learn in life, yeah, then, yeah, sure, this was meant to be. This was part of the master plan I the whole time. I definitely believe it was meant yeah. to be.
1: Because um, Ashley and David, they deconstructed together as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? So, and... I didn't get, think she said it was David who started smoking weed first. Yeah. So it started I mean, with weed with was them still too. Like, yeah, it starts with weed with everybody. That's it. So really? Like, <laughs> it really is a gateway right, really really drug. <laughs> <is a game laughs> drug. Just say no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's
1: not I had already, I had already deconstructed before I started smoking. Oh. Okay. Oh, but well, that's because I, I guess forget that then. <laughs>
0: I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just the exception. You're the exception. She had but already, like, world. had those.
1: stuff. Well, I mean, I had already, too, but weed just solidified everything. Yeah. I would have a thought, and then I'd smoke weed and be like, yeah, that's it. I feel like <laughs> I wouldn't have called myself, yep. like,
0: deconstructing, but, like, there's, I mean, there's something that happened that, like, made me a little more willing to try smoking weed, you know? It was, it was, probably, it was probably the beginning of deconstruction. Yeah, I was Melina. She's a bad influence. <laughs> in the
1: best way. I'm so grateful for weed. Me, too. Me, too. I'm
2: so grateful oh my gosh. for gosh. So much fun. I'm like I sound like a total pothead, but I've had like yes. really deep meditations, <laughs> like how oh everyone's. I had this one where I forgot who I was. I didn't even exist anymore. And <laughs> I love it. And it freaked me out for yeah. a second because I was like realizing like where am I? Because I am literally nowhere. And I was <laughs> snapped out of it, and I was like, oh wow, thank God that weed really took me deep to <laughs> What strain was it? It was sativa. Oh. <laughs> But I don't know the name of that for a while. I actually had a really crazy,
0: like, thing like like that, too. When I was really high one time, I think it was, was it Edibles? Anyways, like, I had, like, a childhood regression thing, like, where I, like, was looking at myself and, like, thinking about the things I don't like about myself, Mm -hmm. and then I went back in my mind to, like, every stage of, like, Mm -hmm. younger me, Mm -hmm. and just, like, thought about that person and decided I loved that person the whole way back, down to, like, Little annoying little kid, you know, mm-hmm. and like right. I decided I love that kid, that that like that little baby, that toddler, that child, that you know little weird in between, that right. teenager, that young man, like, like and that man, like I did that once on. That's really cool. Oh, I
1: Very, <laughs> <okay>. Everybody <laughs> do that. That's why I'm like after I smoked weed and I had these amazing breakthroughs. I'm like, why is why was this so bad? I know. I God. think. Well, uh, maybe yeah.
0: that's but some funny. people, some people, it goes really bad. That's true. I've tried that's to like true. get my, there's many people have been like, no, this is good. And then I realized like, okay. It's not, yeah. It's not, for yeah not for everyone. Not for everyone. Yeah. You gotta it's
2: trust really your terrible. gut.
0: Mm-hmm. But it's probably for almost everyone. So <laughs> <laughs> it,
1: it, it is a little bit in small increments. What I have noticed though, that if, um, not for everybody, but there are some people where they don't like to be. Like they like to be sober all the time because they can keep themselves in control. control. Yeah. So, like, yeah. So, um, so those people never have a good time because then it's like all this stuff comes up. And it's like, and I'm like, oh, you little bared your
2: soul. You didn't like it, huh? <laughs> because you're vulnerable. You are. 100%,
0: yeah. So vulnerable. 100%. I
2: think that's why people have bad trips is because they're not comfortable with themselves yet. Yeah. And they're not safe going inward yet. That's why when I say it's not for everyone, it is for everyone. But just at different times. At different you times. You can't rush people's time.
1: Mm-hmm. That's the thing.
2: Mm-hmm. And when you do, it's not it good. Up. What are your guys' thoughts on heaven and hell right now? Um,
1: I think that hell is a state of mind still. Yep, me too. Um, and I think oh. it's it's
2: here on
0: earth like. I think you burn in hell? It's eternal conscious torment. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Forever. 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 Um, I think it's
2: we create we're creators of our own reality. And you make the choice of like how you want to live your life on earth. I think heaven is meant to be here on earth. Mm -hmm. That's the point of life isn't to be worried about if we go to heaven or hell when you die. The point is to live heaven on earth here now with peace and harmony and love with people now. Yeah. And I actually talked to a girl about that last night. She like reached out to me. She's like, everything you say resonates with me on Instagram. And she's like going through her own deconstruction right now. It's really cool. And she's like, what do you think about heaven and hell?
0: to talk to her about that a little bit. It's cool. What if the point of like, what if the point of it is that we don't know and there's no way to know. So yeah, you just no have to know. just like,
1: you have to live now. You yes. have to live now.
0: You have to live outside that mindset. And then you have to like, trust. Like, I think maybe the only thing we actually have is that inkling that it's better for you if you do things is right. It more you know, right. According to what you okay. can do. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's worse for you if it's like you know, you you go against what you know it is you should be doing. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, what if that's literally the only thing we got it's to do? Go it's just on? your
2: consequences. Like, everything has a reaction. A reaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, I think sometimes, too, this, like, Avatar talks about this, but, like, you know, mm-hmm. in order for Aang to ascend to the Avatar state, he had to let go of everything. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't willing to let go of Katara. And didn't Iroh like congratulate him and say like, I think he chose, it was a wise choice because you chose love versus like a sinning. I'm like, if the point for us here was to not be here, why would we be here? Exactly. Exactly. So like, sometimes you have to, sometimes you have to cut it off and say, it's okay that I don't know. And when it's time, I will.
0: But this has been one of the difficult parts about my deconstruction is like, so that whole, I agree with that whole like line of thought where it's like, we're supposed to live in the now, we're supposed to live here in the moment, and that makes me feel like we're supposed to, like, those those things that I was, like, always suppressing in myself when, you know, as a Christian, like, I'm meant to experience more, I'm meant to, like, like yeah. you know, have some, I'm meant to have fun, I'm yeah. meant to, like, you know, feel Explore excited, MD, I'm meant to, like, yeah. like, navigate through these things that exist yeah. out here and, like, and find out what I think about it, mm-hmm. you know, like, like, that's part of the thing, but there's still... But that whole, like, resist your desire thing mm-hmm. is still so ingrained in my yep. brain that I feel like whenever it comes point to, like, actually, like, have fun in a way that I wouldn't have had fun when I wasn't a Christian... Right. Like, there's mm-hmm. this natural, like, like resistance, and I feel like um, part of, like, part of the journey is learning... Part of the... the hard, One of the hardest parts of the journey, sorry, is, like, learning to, to like, overcome that. Yeah. And just mm-hmm. let... Let yourself live in the moment. Yes. Let yourself live. Be present. Yes. You know,
1: like. We we talked about this because I do want to hear what you guys talk about mm-hmm. sex, our favorite topic. Mm-hmm. But we had talked about this because part of like the indoctrination of like uh, purity culture has ruined being able to be in the moment during dating mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you're always thinking future mine, You're always is this my yes. husband? Is this you know da, da 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 da? Instead of just taking and enjoying what you have like right now, it's mm-hmm. like constant and you just have to keep and it's like, and we're literally, it's I can't control it. It's yeah. like, it comes out of all of us and we talk about that like it's, it's hard out
0: here. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. It is hard out here. Yeah, I mean, I think like, I think I definitely look back and I wish I would have just been present enough to to fully enjoy those moments as they came. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. those like movie moments, they happen in your life sometimes, yeah. you know? And you're yeah. just like, they're like this obviously like like, these are the things, these are those precious moments mm-hmm. that kind of stick with you. Mm-hmm. And, like, either either having to, like, resist it or having to think, like, oh, well, it, this isn't fulfillment. It's when we're married, you know? Right. Like it's wow. when we're living wow, wow, in this wow. kind of lifestyle. Yeah. It's when we have mm-hmm. this position or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. and yeah, like, not, not being able to stop there, just park the car and freaking enjoy, yeah. enjoy that moment. You and know?
2: there's so much, like, wisdom that I think religion, like, in Christianity would, would teach us about, like, protect your mind, body, spirit, and soul. You know, yes. like, mm-hmm. protect that. Like, don't just... Because you are a temple. Yes, you're a temple. literally
1: are a temple where a spirit dwells. Mm-hmm. And I truly believe that still. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, oh, I get it. Because... It, it's like a contradiction like co- Christianity is like this body. You're not gonna have it. You're going to heaven You're gonna get a new body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then you're like, okay So then why fight so hard to you know, but now I'm like I get it like this is my vessel This is like protect this, you mm-hmm. know your mind your soul What, your spirit what you, you let in like, like if there's sure. a
2: person that you know is like not a good person. Why would you have sex with them? You don't right exactly but if you're connected energetically with that person and they're in a, the same place as you an energetic alignment of love and harmony yes. and peace and res- mm. self-respect yes. and and it's a good exchange It's a good exchange why would that why is that wrong it's a learning right. experience exactly. for both of you exactly and if you guys are mature people like what well, what's the harm right and right. i think that like, christianity is like it's only bad and it's always always bad unless it's you know marriage yeah mm-hmm. and that was if you have all that then why can't healthy. you just do that married with mm. you? if you have all
1: that why can't you put mm-hmm. the ring on it and it's like it because the point. <laughs> you can't yeah. do that
0: until you put the ring on it and so and why and who's to say that some of that stuff at least is not for this moment in your life you yeah, know right. that beautiful connection that yeah. you you can mm-hmm. have like that yeah. that like moment of empowerment of you know mm-hmm. for each other mm-hmm. that
2: we waited for mm-hmm. that magical moment on our wedding night and it didn't happen <laughs> Like, we were so lost and so scared. The, and sex the magic was, didn't happen. The magic <laughs> didn't happen. Well, the sex <laughs> happened. But the magic didn't happen. It was just awkward and weird. and We
0: were so disconnected from our bodies oh, and so, like, oh, um, yeah. had such a like a resistance view of sex and had so much shame around the few sexual experiences we did have. Right. That it it was like the perfect recipe for no connection. Yeah. You know? And well, I
2: know some women in the church that were like, didn't have any issues with it. They would orgasm all the time, apparently. Like me, I was like, I want to hear gonna, it. How? Record like, it. <laughs> how are you orgasming all the time? Like, I, I, I'm not. I'm so they, like, like I feel ashamed. Like, I feel closed off. Right. Like, I don't know how to open up to my husband and no one taught me. And they had a- Oh,
1: sorry. Go ahead. And to say. It. Up. I was gonna say, but then you put that on your partner, and a lot of times it's work that like we have to do too. Great. But like if you don't know your body and you're scared to touch yourself, like there's all these.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, for real. Honestly, it's literally setting you up for failure, mm-hmm. and that's what makes me so upset. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. I I do believe that there's power in sex and just like that whole energy. It's, it's the think. most
0: divine thing that obviously we I, all can engage.
1: I agree, in and I feel like, of course, it would be you know, that would be the fight of just controlling the minds so that you don't enjoy that, that you can't see it for what it is, basically. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And by the way, guys, I think all those girls at church that say the orgasm every time, I think they there's a really solid chance they're like they know. What an this orgasm. really is. is. Dude, I just yeah. watched this TikTok. <laughs> wow. Oh
1: my God, and, you're right. <laughs> and uh, this lady said this couple came into her, she was an OBGYN or something. And a couple came in and they were like, We're trying to have a baby. We can't have a baby. And she was like, Okay, like walk me through like your process of like, What do you do when you're trying to have a baby? And basically, he would finish in her belly button and thought that that was how you had babies. And someone in the comments was like, this is what purity oh, culture does to you. Like,
2: you know nothing.
0: And so Wait, you go so you're telling it. me the that's not how you gonna go pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: They're like, all the time we were dying.
0: <laughs> why did you never say anything like
1: that? <laughs> but Gabby said, he would like finish on her stomach, and then they would like scoop it into her button, oh. And they were like, why is she not getting pregnant? And I'm like, that is That's a very disturbing <laughs> story to me. Like, yeah, maybe in the 1950s, like in some small country town, but in 2020
0: That's with so internet? Crazy. How?
2: No. How? <laughs> no, I don't know. That I don't understand. That blows my mind. Damn. Wow. Okay, well, well, that's that's yeah, get educated on sex, everyone. But that's there's a lot, but
1: there are a lot of women. I I do believe that that, don't, that know. don't know at all and would never know because they don't talk to anybody about their sex life. They are not open mm-hmm. about anything, and that's just their business in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And then you spend fifty years yeah. thinking that that's what it is.
0: And I think it's you like a, on the, it's the the side of like being a guy. It's like mm-hmm. it is tough because it's like like um, there's all this this, I guess like opportunity to not really like learn what it means to be like a good lover as a man. I mean, there's more stuff out there now. And, um, I think maybe, hopefully it's maybe not as big of an issue, but like, like guys, there's so there's things that I learned after I deconstructed that I was like, what the (laughs) actual hell? Like, how come I never like learned this anywhere? I never figured these things out. And like, Mm um, like I feel like it, also can be a setup for a lot of guys to like feel a little bit insufficient too because there's just like guys need knowledge around around sexuality just as much you know mm-hmm. yeah so that can be can be just as much of a thing you know for, for the guy like watching his wife like not knowing how to like connect give, yeah connect with her body like you know yeah. make her feel the things that you know you want to make her feel mm-hmm. um and you know like Really being like opening up and taking responsibility to to learn those things for yourself, you know, on both sides, and right. then communicate them. Mm-hmm. That's that's been a big thing. Yeah. Just, what I'm do you, you think do you about a, sex?
2: Yeah.
0: I'm curious now. I was about to ask that earlier. Are you like? Think, let me like, yeah, like let me know. clarify the question. <laughs> like, would you like? I guess would you just like have sex with a person now, like you felt connected with? Or? So
1: this is what I struggle with going back and forth. Yes, to answer your question, I would have a sex. I would have a sex. I would have sex with someone that I felt a connection with, but I feel like I want to be connected mind, body, and soul. Like, I want to have, like, cosmic sex. Mm. And I know that's not, like, a realistic thing all the time, but I just want to have that connection because I feel like I've had to compromise in things that I've wanted in the past. Mm. And so now I'm, like, I'm open to it, but we need to vibe. Like, we need to be on the Mm -hmm. same. Like, I don't want to have to be like, well, he doesn't do this, but this is okay, like, I don't want to do that. Because so, it needs to be special. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how ironic that, like, the moment that I feel free enough to be myself is, like, when I'm, like, waiting for, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm more alone now than I feel like I was before because... At least there was, like... You know, fl- yeah, yeah, flirting and this may happen, I may have to compromise, but this may happen, and yeah. now I'm, like, now I'm not compromising, and now it's, like, tumbleweeds, and I'm like, oh mm-hmm. well, damn. <laughs> but now I... that's annoying, huh? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah.
0: But I don't I feel you. I don't know. Like, it makes sense. maybe ask us specific, ask us questions about sex and we'll answer as honestly think, as possible. Um,
1: okay, let's play this. What would you give your pre-married self? Like, what advice would you give yourself mm. about sex you specifically?
2: Um, okay. Well, sometimes I wish I could have been my own mom. <laughs> like now. Wow. But, like, I think about, I'm like, oh, the stuff I would have taught that teenager. Right. Stuff, like, that teenager me. But I definitely would wish that I connected with my masturbation in a more spiritual, healthy way. Mm-hmm. Um, so she- a lot of women and men are told that masturbating is sinful and wrong. Yeah. So you do it really fast in secret and you get the, your business done as fast as possible, and then you shut down, yes. done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I wish that I would have taught my younger self to really connect and to slow down and to understand my body, mm-hmm. and that the feelings that I was feeling weren't bad, that the imagination that I had to explore Aww. wasn't bad and evil. Um, I mm-hmm. wish I would have like told myself that. And then this I wish... So it, just getting in touch with loving my body and like not looking up to that Victoria's Secret standard... Of beauty right? because mm-hmm. um, that was like very um, like big back then you know yeah. it was like looking a certain way yeah. to feel sexy mm-hmm. and um, there was no voices really in our day that were promoting body positivity right. and mm-hmm.
0: look it at yourself was. in the
2: mirror dance naked in the mirror I wish I would have taught my oh, teenage self dance God, naked in the mirror be so central cute. it's okay to be yes. sexy on your own and yes. love your body mm-hmm. and be connected with your body and I feel like just knowing that mm-hmm. which I will teach my daughters yes that, Yes. that would have prepared me for my sexual encounters because even mm-hmm. in my sexual encounters i was so fixated on how i looked like do i look mm-hmm. sexy do i smell good like that i was so disconnected from my own desires and mm-hmm. wants wow. it was all about like do i look the part for wow. this person to desire me wow. am i wanted am i desirable when if i would have just desired or already loved myself mm-hmm. i would have been able to enter those sexual experiences with the totally different confidence and, so and appreciation mm-hmm. for those moments. Mm-hmm. So, so that's what I wish mm-hmm. I would have taught myself. I hope you write a book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day. I don't
0: know. You will for sure.
2: So good. Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> I think I would have just focused on like doing whatever, communicating whatever I could to myself um, that would help just dispel shame, you know, around sexuality. Because I had, mm-hmm. yeah, just shame yeah. was a part of, ev- like I said, every... Basically sexual experience that I had before I was married was just you know, like yeah covered in shame But then also I think another big thing that I wish I would have like understood younger is like The correlation between your sexuality and just the rest of your life how you live, you know How you feel about yourself in general like what you're doing like maybe even like like doing more with my body like you know doing more sports or like exercising more or something like like and really like learning to Not seeing my body as just like something that I live in, you know, but I'm getting a new one once I get to heaven anyways and whatever. I don't have to focus Mm -hmm. on it too much. Like, but really like, like, you know, valuing that you are your body too. Like, Mm -hmm. you're your mind and your body and it's, and I think it, I know what people mean. And I think I I guess, and I I agree with it when people say like, you're, you're in your body, but you're not your body. Like. Mm but in like a, another way like you you are your body too like right. you are like yeah 100% like what your body does and how your body feels is you know in part dictates what you think and it's, how your thought processes work how you feel about yourself you know
1: literally avatar yeah <laughs> how i think <laughs> yeah. it. not
0: not avatar ang but avatar the blue people yeah because
1: Like, you know, they had like, when they got into it, it's like your consciousness connected to this vessel. Let's watch Mm -hmm. this movie tonight. Oh, please smoke and watch it. It's incredible. (laughs) But, yeah, like, you, yeah, your consciousness connected to this vessel, and it is your vessel while you're here, for however long you're here. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, take care of it, and Mm -hmm. love, and appreciate it, and don't be so attached to it, to where, like, if you have a stretch mark or a freckle, you're like, oh, but you're like, oh, look at this. Like, learning to accept that, like, on your body, I think is, like, it's just been really healing for me, to think of it that way, anyway. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) To undo, like, because I used to wish that I was in someone else's body. Me too. Like, completely. Like, I would go to sleep and dream about my perfect life, and I wasn't even me. I was somebody else.
2: And I'm like, it's crazy to think about now, but... Mm -hmm. I honestly feel like the cure for so many people when it comes to anxiety and depression is just getting in touch with yourself getting in touch with who you truly are and your true essence Mm -hmm. and if we could teach um, children this not about like you know church stories and like this is blue this is pink like yeah sure whatever (laughs) but like I think the biggest thing that we need to teach children and teach our friends and our community and the people around us that are hurting Mm -hmm. is to love themselves and to get in touch with themselves and to fully accept themselves even the parts that they may hate about themselves. Learn to be friends with your demons. Yes. And the mm-hmm. thing about
1: children is, like, if you watch them in their essence, like, they're, like, three, around three and four and five is, like, golden. Because they don't, they're not programmed yet by the world. Like, they don't have a... And so, like, just to watch them be themselves is so... They automatically love themselves. They are a natural curiosity. They have no fear. Mm-hmm. They're just like, what's this about? So it burns. Like, that, that beautiful, like, curiosity mm-hmm. of just like exactly who they are but then what happens as you get older you're told that's wrong that's wrong that's wrong that's wrong that's wrong wrong. you should do it this way you should do it this way but just like if we could preserve that state that's Mm -hmm. what I feel like if we could change our lifestyle which is part of why I'm like what would it look like to live outside the United States where like Mm -hmm. you know my kids can just run through the jungle growing up and like what kind of
2: people what would would it be like if we taught our kids to discern what is best for them Mm -hmm. like to trust your intuition Like learn to teach them at a young age how to like
1: really connect with that. And even before I deconstructed, because I used to be a nanny, so um, one of my girls that um, I was pretty much with for like four years, she had this natural fear, and I think she inherited it from her mother. Mm-hmm. And so she was just super caution, which is good because it keeps you safe. But then it got to the point where she couldn't even enjoy herself, mm-hmm. and so she would always constantly ask me, "Is this okay? Is this okay?" And so I would flip it right back to her. What do you think? Is this okay? Do you think it's safe I I think it's safe I think it's safe too Mm -hmm. and like you know and just like encouraging that oh that's beautiful you 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 know because some people no 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 always ask mommy always ask mommy so what is that teaching the kid don't Don't ever trust trust myself only ask mommy Mm -hmm. right so and it's like and then the thing that sorry my mind goes there but I'm like God forbid you know I die then what and then they're lost now they're lost because always ask mommy Mm-hmm. Instead of what would mommy say, trust myself. need to be in touch identity. with your
0: creativity and like your curiosity, mm-hmm. like even okay, my guy brain going back to sex. Like, <laughs> um, I feel like that's so important for sexuality yes. too. It's so important, and in fact, like I was kind of blown away when uh, I was like learned that is it your sacral chakra that's right under your belly button? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's yeah. like it's your layers. center for creativity and mm-hmm. like your curiosity pleasure. and mm-hmm. your pleasure, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And um like it's so connected. Yeah. Those things. Like feeling if, good about yourself. If, if this having is blocked, fun. then
1: this like you notice that they're that's why you have to clear them because yeah, you, have to you can't it's crazy how it like works different fun, it's like a string. Like if you yeah. if this is not working, you're not gonna get to the creativity and that like fun. That's why mirror work is so <laughs> important. Yeah. Mirror work? Mirror work, just dancing in front of the oh, mirror yes. and just like consciously like Putting, like opening up that, I did that yesterday. hips, yeah, it's,
2: it was so healing. I was crying, I was laughing, I was just beautiful. going with it. It was so great. It was like such a great modality of healing. Mm-hmm. I was also gonna say, have you guys ever done mushrooms or smoked weed, and then done like a chakra balancing meditation? And no, you need to do it. For me, mm-hmm. when I do it, I can literally feel electricity, like a voltage of electricity, or mm-hmm. I don't know how to describe it, but like a electrical current. Um. Once I open up the root chakra, the sacral chakra, the solar plexus, the heart, you know, as I go all I the way up, that with I can feel the areas that are kind of closed off, yep. And I have to where I need to work on a little bit more. And then once I start to open them up, it feels like a rod of electricity, like the kundalini, going through me mm-hmm. through the and it goes out the top of my head, yes. and it feels like it's spraying out like a <laughs> fountain out yeah. the top of my head, yeah. and I can just feel um even like really. Powerful energy kind of circulating around me like Mm. this Mm. Like around me like a halo and it's just like all the way through me and it's very powerful And I don't know if a lot of people can Was that on shrimps or was that on weed? Both I done it on both But which one came first? Weed
1: so weed, and then you felt that same thing, and then you did shrooms, and you felt it again. Yeah.
2: That's awesome. And, um, yeah, I just recommend doing it, because I don't know, maybe I just have, like, a special innate ability to, like, sense energy and feel yeah. it. Yeah. But, like, try it, because for me, I, I can totally get that experience, yeah. and yeah. there's nothing, like, it almost feels like sometimes, too, when I'm doing my kundalini breath work, mm-hmm. I'm, like, spinning, but I'm perfectly
1: still. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The kundalini, like, anytime I do breath work, I'm always surprised at how fast it affects me like I'm mm. like I'm just doing cause you know it sucks when you're like if you're especially if you haven't done it in a long time you're like <sighs> like and but I'm like I'm I'm doing it because one day I'm gonna and then like I feel it I'm like oh it came a lot faster <laughs> than I thought like I feel like the like the even the one that we were doing at the um mm. sh, what is it shamanic
0: shamanic drum circle or something shamanic, shamanic I need drum to go circle. with you guys to one of those you should it
1: was fun so the original question I had was um oh, you worded it so well and I was like damn I should have just asked it that way no it's fine it was um basically your deprogramming like what what did that look like for you in giving yourself permission to explore marijuana explore shrooms explore sexually explore whatever like what um like how did you combat that critical voice that programming that that's like, no programming. this is wrong yeah, yeah. like what
2: um well, the key to, to that is, is simply just awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why um, meditating, that is why, um, in, what's the word, mindfulness is such an important practice. Um, mm-hmm. And that is kind of like the key to being able to at least be aware and conscious of that inner critic, yeah. that old programming. Yeah. And once you're aware of it, you don't have to go in, in alignment with that cycle anymore now you can go oh I have a choice like I'm not going to allow shame guilt fear to hold me back anymore because I'm aware of it right but you can't really break that cycle and break out of old programming if you're not practicing mindfulness and meditation and just practicing simple awareness of your emotions Mm -hmm. um, or else you're never gonna be able to conquer that battle you were
0: saying before too that like not being afraid of what people thought of you, like trying to overcome that, mm-hmm. you know was a big part of that. And you, mindfulness that helps that mushroom me. Mushroom trip recently, right?
2: Mindfulness helps me be aware of my personal inner struggle and conflict, which is constantly trying to win people's approval. Same. Mm-hmm. And that is why I've been very private on my social media, mm-hmm. because I'm I've been afraid of what people are going to say to me, what they're going to judge me to be, mm-hmm. and um, this was my last mushroom trip about three days ago. Was Wow, I'm aware of that now. And what can I make some steps (laughs) to move forward and trying to do the opposite of that? Mm -hmm. And that's simply all it takes is just some Mm -hmm. awareness and then taking some practical steps away from the fear, away from that.
0: How's that felt since you... Because it's It's literally been like a few days you started being really public on your Instagram.
2: Yeah. It's extremely... I love it, by the way. (laughs) Um, And people, the right people that you're meant to help that want your help will reach out to you. Yes
1: yeah that's what we've learned with our podcast too. Is like because we were like, oh god, they're gonna know what we're talking about. They're gonna know, da, 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 and you know. There was all this fear, and then slowly but surely, people were like, hey, this episode really helped us, or this mm. was like, and then mm. it was like, oh, we are like, just oh, it's
2: powerful, right? It's yeah. so ex- it's exciting to finally walk in your full power and confidence of just being yourself. Mm. Yes, and yes. you know, you're never gonna have people that fully love you or appreciate you or accept what you have to say but then there's a lot of people that will and Mm -hmm. that's you just keep doing that and that's who you're here for and somebody said um just like normalize
1: and recognize that you're not going to be for everybody and you shouldn't want to Mm -hmm. and that really liberated me because i thought i should be for everyone like (laughs) i thought like especially because christianity it's all one belief so it's Mm -hmm. like why wouldn't you be but it's like no i'm only going to be for a group of people and if you don't resonate with this it doesn't work then keep moving like i I'm not holding that like responsible anymore. Like I'm not taking that on anymore. I'm not, and it was so freeing. What about you? So your critical.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so the way, I think I probably deal with it a little bit similar how to describe like fear and stuff. Like when I think about people, like what people think of me, I'm still definitely tied to it a bit. Um, But I think that I like make, I don't make a decision unless I'm like ready for everybody to find out about it, you know, at the same time. Being married to melena has been great because like, <laughs> like Milena is such an open and honest person. Like when we first got together, I was always like, Shh, no, don't talk about that. Don't tell them that. Don't, you know, don't expose like, that why? part of us. Yeah, why? I just like, why? <laughs> and then eventually I just realized like, like, it's okay. Like, it's okay. Like if I'm going to make it, all I have to do is live how I feel like I should live. So I'd say like, I think about things a lot first and then, yeah. and then generally speaking, my goal is I don't do this perfectly at all but my goal is to think something through all the way and then make a decision and I don't necessarily choose to like be super public about it but I make the decision like like with the understanding like if everyone found out about this about me I wouldn't I wouldn't regret it I wouldn't regret doing it Mm -hmm. you know and then so I try to like keep my mind out of people's opinions in that way a bit but I think I also try to keep the opinions of the people that know me the best and like love me I try to actually like not throw those ones out. I try yeah, to consider them, those, yeah. yeah, and keep them and like not necessarily like make my decision exactly what that person would think mm-hmm. But I try to also like let let that still hold some weight so that it just reminds me that all those other people don't really matter right. because I have these few people that mm-hmm. That I can really put all that energy towards of worrying about, you know, yeah. <laughs> worrying about that in a sense.
1: Yeah. The people who know you. Mm-hmm. That was one thing I got like upset on our last podcast because I was like, I've been holding these people's opinions in such high regard and they have not walked with me through anything. Mm-hmm. They've not been there for me when I was at my lowest points questioning my sanity. Mm-hmm. So for me to come out and talk about smoking weed and how it got me free and you to judge, it's just like, I feel sorry for you mm-hmm. because you're only viewing one part of my life. And you weren't there to see how I've transformed. And that's what's so annoying about people and their idea of deconstruction because they're like, oh, you used to love God so much. And I'm like, Connie, if you only knew. If you only knew. If you only knew the the love of God that I feel now compared to where I was and where Mm -hmm. my understanding was. Like, I was literally, I feel like, another avatar reference, but I feel like in Christianity, I was like in the Fire Nation. Like, Mm -hmm. just loyal to this
2: that is so funny Demonic that you connected thing. the Fire Nation with Christianity. Me too. I yeah. did the same
1: thing. And so <laughs> I'm like, yeah, like I feel more free and healthy than I've ever been. Now, like, I will never go back to that, like, ever. I'm so proud mm-hmm. of you, dude. <sighs> Thank
0: you. I was trying to find this quote, but I I read a quote on the one of these philosophy pages I found on Instagram, and it was something like, "We we value." the opinion, other people's opinions of us so much, but like care so little about our own, you know, like if we think, if we're focused so much time on like giving, like what people think about us, we and so little time on what we actually think about ourselves, you know? So true. Mm.
1: And, but in Christianity, that's like encouraged. Yeah. More of, more of God, less of me, you know, care more about (laughs) others, service, 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 little, little, little yourself, you know? Even to the whole thing, I don't
0: know if your church had it like where it's like, yeah, drinking's not a sin, just being drunk, but don't even drink in public because it might cause someone Other, else to somebody stumble else. that. Exactly. used to have an alcoholism problem. Oh, yeah. Watch as you do it. No. We've,
1: gotten people, we've watched people get kicked off leadership for going to bars, like sitting in a bar. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. yeah. So weird. Okay, so what advice do you guys have for people who are deconstructing right now? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they're at the beginning of their journey, um, or just like what really helped you or stuck out to you and what would you tell someone? And include resources, podcasts, books, things you've done, substances. Mm-hmm. All
0: of them. No. Um, yeah, I think the things that, that I went through that were the most difficult that I wish people had that I wish I had people to, to tell me and encourage me, you know, with these things along the way would just really be like firstly, like it's gonna be okay. Yeah. Like you're like it feels like you're losing everything. Mm-hmm. But really, everything's still there. Like the God, that, the God that you experienced in your Christian life is not gone. Mm-hmm. It's just your understanding of him, you know, now being maybe the universe, her, him, whatever. Like your understanding of God has changed and your framework for understanding God has changed. But that miracle was still real. Mm-hmm. That coincidence that you attributed to God was still, you know, God. That was still divine timing. Yeah. Yeah. So don't feel like you have to lose it all. Um, but even when people go like the atheism route, like there's still, there's just as many answers on the other side. There's just as much community on the other side. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just as many good people you're going to meet, you know, things that are going to come in and out of your life. It's all going to be the same. And I'd say in addition to that, um, one of the things I was most afraid of is, Hey, after I deconstruct, like, am I going to lose the Holy Spirit? Mm-hmm. Cause like the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit is the one responsible for all these qualities in myself that I see as good. Yes. And yeah. am I really going to change? And you do not have to change. No. Like, you will. And, like, it'll be good. And you'll feel comfortable with it when it happens. But, like, you are still the same person. And you're not really losing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you, can, you are still you. Yeah. God is still God. Mm-hmm. And everything that has always been real is always as real as it's always been, even if your understanding of it all changes. So just take peace in that and know that, like, there's there's almost, like, no one that I know That has gotten to the you know on the other side of this journey and felt like they lost it all and didn't gain it all back plus more you know like i agree with
2: that for me i would say that to those that are going through deconstruction the best advice i could say is enjoy the ride it's exciting (laughs) um but then you also hit a point where you're scared and you're rethinking And you're screaming in the sky where are you god and you're (laughs) mad and you're bitter Mm -hmm. that you invested so much time into you know maybe a religion or a belief system that held you back and you're screaming and beating your chest at the sky and my best advice to the person that is going through that struggle of being in the darkness is that that stillness has always been there to remind you to go inward Like, there's no audible voices outside of you that are guiding you. There's no person outside of you that needs to guide you. That guidance has always been inside of you. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to be afraid that it's leaving you. Um, You are always meant to tap into that power that resides within your spirit, within your essence, within your soul. Mm -hmm. And um, when you're frustrated, you don't have to be at the sky. Sure, do it. Express anger. You're grieving the loss of your religion, but you're also gaining your power and your divinity through it. And that's the whole point of the life of Jesus, was to, to help us be in touch with our own personal divinity nice. as sons and daughters of God of higher consciousness. Mm-hmm. And um, don't be afraid of how you're going to end or how it's going to turn out for you in the end. Just go with the flow. Flow with it and anytime you start says to the feel yeah <laughs> <says the Pisces, laughs> anytime you start feeling yourself resisting the change, resisting the emotions that are coming up, because you're gonna deal with a lot of past trauma, you're gonna deal yes. with a lot of insecurity within yourself and hate oh. some hatred of yourself. Mm-hmm. You're gonna yeah. deal with the shame, you're gonna deal with the guilt, but you have to deal with that in order to truly find love and support for yourself mm-hmm. and to find your power and that's the best advice i could give somebody going through deconstruction i love it i just what? got saved <laughs> <laughs> me too yeah, me too. <laughs> i did i got saved i feel
1: like um sometimes i'm like what the hell did i even do in christianity i had like faced my darkest deepest shit outside of christianity mm-hmm. like
0: There's no getting away from it this way. No, No, and I'm like,
1: fuck, it's here. Fuck, I gotta face this. And I'm like, what did I even do? I thought I was so advanced. I was so, like, and I'm like, I didn't even scratch the surface. Did not
2: scratch the surface. Mm -mm. And I'm still in the thick of it. Like I'm not, I'm not through it at all. But Mm -hmm. I'm, like you said, it hurts so good. And the unknown is scary, but getting lost in the unknown is the most liberating, exciting, life-giving experience you could ever have, and that is living.
0: Yes, yeah. and I feel Ooh. like if you if you kind of know, <laughs> yeah, whoa, can you dude, put that in a song? Oh yeah, we should. We put that on something and sell it everywhere. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. I'm living. Yeah. I wear it. Give me merch. <laughs>
0: I was gonna say as long I feel like as long as you can like look inward and know that you're not just trying to justify a behavior, mm-hmm. um, then or an action or experience you want to have that Christianity doesn't allow you to. Right. If you can know your your reasons for deconstructing aren't those then you can like trust that little tiny part of you that's nagging at you that you can't help but feel like is kind of good and kind of right that's telling you that something's different than you've always seen it to be. Like that part of you is spiritual. That really is the spirit in you, like crying out for truth. That part, like it takes a lot of courage to, to really start to trust that that little voice in there is actually the divine in you wanting you to, you know, become free in God, you know, truly free in the divine, you know, to live um, the way that we were created to, to live, you know.
2: And I think one last thing that I would add too is um, I see a movement of people that are deconstructing and I, don't get me wrong, I think it's so valuable and important and healing to feel anger and to feel grie- the, the feeling of grief and yeah. sadness mm-hmm. for like the church abuse that people have endured. There's a lot of corruption within the church, but there's also good that the church brought us to. Yeah. And it's easy to get bitter, mm-hmm. and it's easy to have and hatred, to and to stay in that. And um, my advice would be, let those emotions pass through you. Yes, mm-hmm. And then you need to reach for the future and stop being stuck in the past. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's time to move forward with an attitude of gratitude mm-hmm. and with just Joy and excitement for life in yes. the present moment, and don't get stuck in the past. Don't get stuck in always talking about your church hurt and the things that happened to you. Totally, or else you're totally. you're just you're never gonna be reconstructed. You're still not living. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there you go. And then that's you're so not gonna good. be healed, and you're not gonna be truly free. Like your power and your freedom is found when you like let go of the past, and you like just reach towards your present moment with gratitude and
0: love, and that's how you move forward from deconstruction. Yes thanks so much for listening to this week's episode
2: of holy trash podcast if you like what you heard go ahead and subscribe to our channel tell your friends about us and you can also follow us on instagram at holy trash podcast if you have any questions comments or topic suggestions you can email them to us at holy trash at gmail.com thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time